and welcome back to another edition of 30 Rack of Sports. It's our Friday edition. We're talking Bengals. We're talking Chiefs. If you want to hear about the rest of the wild divisional round, be sure to check out our Tuesday episode where we recap a whole bunch of that, especially some overtime changes we would like. Uh, Zach, who's to my right on the opinions, and Josh to my left on the ones and twos with our special guest, Dog Bowie. Both of them have been enjoying our beer of the week. Tasty. It is Ohio High Hazy Ale from Forbidden Root. Guys, how has that beer enjoyed? How, how has that beer treated you? Did it, Bowie get a little taste? Uh, I, Bowie, Bowie, Bowie samples from time to time. <laughs> uh, he's trying to sample some now. Uh, but it's very citrus forward. Um, Taking and, that right, <laughs> right from the description. Chin to tongue, right there. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 it, it is. It's very. No, it's a it very is. citrusy pale ale. You know, I think when oh, a yeah. lot of people think pale ales, especially for your traditional American pale ale, mm-hmm. you think of the like mildly bitter. This one, Hoppy, yeah. yeah. This one's more on the fruit side. It's, it's definitely the hazy. I don't want to say it's a com- copy. It's not a copy. Everybody's got their own. But it, it's uh, comparable to the Sierra Nevada pale ale. Much more of that Western. Yeah, that, that, that West Coast citrus just, with yeah. that New England IPA yeah. kind of look to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, a great beer, a Chicago beer that's, you know, making its name in Columbus yeah. on the east side. Um, guys, I've been enjoying a beverage, too, Ooh, as well. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, right. I'm probably about enjoying? 10 ounces away from finishing my 40 ounces of uh, Miller's Finest malt liquor, uh, the Magnum malt liquor yeah. i'm not sure if you guys are, are familiar with it i'm extremely I'm... is it called Bu- no that's the budweiser magnum oh different. sorry shh don't what is I'm looking at? there's 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 different magnums there's there's several magnums. magnums oh wow see I, i'm a fan of the frank reynolds magnum myself <laughs> <laughs> well dr mantis toboggan it looks dr. like mantis uh toboggan. you can usually find it at uh your your nice malt liquor stores probably at a few uh, questionable establishments. Gas station beer. You know, you're, you're wonderful. If you're brown bagging a beer or malt liquor, it's probably Magnum. Guys, we've got a big matchup to discuss, though. Our show, our Friday show, you know, we, we do the deep dives into the games. Josh, I don't know if you know this, but your Cincinnati Bengals have made it to the <laughs> AFC Championship game. I'm aware. And are facing... The Kansas City Chiefs, only team to ever beat the Chiefs twice in a season, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Bengals beat the Chiefs week 16, or sorry, week 17, 18 game season, yeah. always throw me off, <laughs> to make it to the playoffs. They clinched the division there. Now get a chance, this time in Kansas City, opening thoughts. On these, uh, on these Chiefs. I'm sorry, I can't read this. Yeah, sure. Really All right. Good. Before we get into before we get into this game, uh, Zach's been scouring the internet, <laughs> reading some uh, wonderful uh, reviews of the Magnum Premium Malt Liquor that I've mind been you, this gentleman gave a, a 3.7 out of five. That's uh, very specific. That's very specific. <laughs> 3.74, if you want to get real specific. Um, from Fluxcore. From Illinois, he said, uh, I fix sewers and water mains. Very important. After a hot day in the hole, I want a beer I don't have to think about. Magnum does it for me. 
bought a 24 ounce roadie. <laughs> it's a clear, it's a yellow clear typical American beer that isn't very carbonated and doesn't have a big head. It's smooth and because it's ice cold, doesn't have a strong smell. Overall, it's a solid, not offensive malt liquor to throw back after a hard day at work. Like I say, try it. If you don't like it, you'll be out less than two bucks. That non, describes it. Right? Not offensive. I like the roadie part. He admitted to drinking and driving with it, which sounds like most of Magnum's uh, uh, clientele. But uh, sorry, I had to. The water. I it's a good sewer. thing the roads in I like West Virginia are I like how we started with I fix sewers and water mains just to give you an idea. At some point, one of these episodes, we're gonna have to do all of our Mount Rushmores of uh, of malt liquor. Of malt liquor yeah, reviews. Oh, we gotta do malt uh, beers. Beers that are good after a hot day in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh... All right, I'm sorry. We'll get back on topic there. No, no, I think that's great. Uh, you know, those of you that are, are less familiar with the show, we have our 40 bets on the show, which has become a staple of the show over the uh, last couple years of uh, of this wonderful podcast. Yeah. Our teams, you know, the nice thing about us is we usually cover Ohio and a little bit outside Ohio at, at, at some points with our teams. And if any of our teams match up against each other, we usually do a 40 bet. This one happened to be uh, Zach is a Packers fan. I'm a Browns fan. Christmas Day was a big matchup. Yeah, we were excited to have a 40 bet against each other. It was. It was a close game somehow. <laughs> the Browns should have won. Let's somehow. Be Let's be real. Play uh, Colin was a trophy. And, you know, I end up losing and drinking a 40. Uh, Josh nothing. has lost a few of them. Yeah. A lot of them. Hey, nothing uh, says Zach Chris... and I have lost marketably less of them. Yeah. I think I've only lost like one. Maybe. I think I've lost I think I've lost two, maybe three, but I think the one the one that I lost, I I think I gave Josh like Yeah, it was on the spread. It was on think, the yeah, spread, yeah. The Browns yeah. won, but I gave him a hey, spread. Nothing says Christmas Day like Magnum though. No. People not at all. Grigio. Wow, and Josh and I did not get that week 18 uh, Bengals-Browns bet in because of the backup yeah. quarterback. So maybe we'll have to make it up sometime. I don't know, maybe like an AFC championship game. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. hey, hey, hey. We've got enough riding on this. <laughs> but uh, to get into that, Josh, early looks on the game. Obviously, the Chiefs are, are the favorite. Seven-point favorites. Looking at it, you know, I had... Uh, and someone reach out to me today and say, you know, really, the Bengals are only seven-point underdogs. Like, pretty good for the Bengals. Someone who doesn't follow sports that much, mm. my brother. Mm. And I was like, you know, actually, seven points is usually like seven to eight points in the last decade is about as much as you'll get for an AFC championship. Yeah. I think yeah. one year the the Steelers were like ten-point underdogs in one. Yeah. But aside of that, usually you'll get, you know, three to seven. And obviously, you know, I mean, this is a two-four matchup. It's not like it's a one-six matchup, right, or right. like it was that year. But you know, Chiefs favored by a decent amount. Bengals did have the win, but I would say you know most pundits or betting men would would put their money on uh, on the Chiefs. How are you feeling going into this game? Obviously, excited about how this season has gone, but what are your feelings going into this game? Um. Yeah, yeah, obviously very anxious um, just because, I mean, you know, AFC championship game, trip to the Super Bowl on the line, uh, and you, you 
you really wonder where the measuring stick is for the Bengals at this point. You know, now you're two and zero in the playoffs. Zach Taylor's lifetime contract's about to come up. That's right. Yep, about to be here for his career after <laughs> the performance he's had. Joe Burrow's also already done better than Andy Dalton ever did in the playoffs. You know, they are shattering the records. They keep that's not really saying much, though. Yeah, that's not really saying a whole lot. Winning a game. But right. but as far as you know the Bengals and their stigmas go, you know they are breaking them so far. Uh, they are the one team to beat the Chiefs in the last twelve weeks of football. Um, yeah, I mean let's keep in mind some facts here about this about this matchup. The Bengals have only allowed thirty five points this postseason. That's the second least, uh, only to San Francisco. Uh, of the remaining teams, they held the Chiefs to only fifty pass one hundred fifty passing yards. Excuse me, no, it was 50 passing yards and three points in the second half of that Week 17 game. I mean, that's crazy to hold the Chiefs to that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Lou Anarumo is getting interviewed for head coaching jobs for a reason. Um, yeah, I know he just met with the Giants. Uh, he's done an outstanding job with this defense. Uh, I don't know if that means anything good if the Giants are interviewing him, but yeah, go on. You know, he's getting looks at head coach for a reason. He's done a great job with this defense. The Bengals spent a good deal of money on the defense, and he's taken that and really molded it into uh, they're doing a great job. Five takeaways this postseason, the most amongst the final four teams. I I think they they could do it. You know, it's, it's a rare feat. It's a tall, tall task. Uh, you know, I would say there's definitely some positives to have out there. Obviously, the defense has, has played out, you know, has balled out, you know, allowing, you know, less than 20 points in both games, 16 and, and or 19 and 16, respectively. The one thing that I would say does worry me is they've, you know, they've won the turnover battle. They've played better on offense, and, you know, both games were you know, one possession games that were close at the very end and could have gone either way. The other thing that I think would kind of worry me about the Bengals is especially a team like the Chiefs that you've seen score at will. Yeah. And especially, you know, in the first half of that Bengals game, they were up by 17 and no one was really expecting, you know, the Bengals no. to come back. The Bengals so far in the playoffs are, uh, let's see. Two and five and one and two. So they were three for seven in the red zone getting touchdowns. And maybe against a three turnover Ryan Tannehill. And maybe against, uh, you know, uh, two turnover Derek Carr. Maybe not quite as much against the Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. They've got to be better in the red zone. You know, obviously. That Chiefs defense looks to be, uh, you know, slightly religious. They're pretty holy out there. But <laughs> but the Bengals' offense show, has shown even in good field position that they haven't been able to put that knockout punch forward. And I think that's one of the things, you know, if you let the, if you let the Chiefs stick around, you know, they had a slow first quarter against the Steelers. They were up and down a little bit against the Bills. But eventually, Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes. What do oh, you think, yeah. Zach? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Zach. I mean, I'm honestly, I don't, I don't know a thing about anybody anymore, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> after last weekend. I, do I think, 
at this point, in a lot of ways, it's a crapshoot to an extent. Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know how much you can really take away from their previous matchup, because how long ago it was. I'm just... Uh, Football's so quick. A couple of weeks, you know. I mean, Mahomes and what the Chiefs have been doing, they've been, you know. Well, now was it Cincinnati. This will be at Arrowhead. And, it, and that's what I was going to bring up. You're, you're playing an Arrowhead. I, I hate to go home. I don't. It's not college football. Home field advantage isn't quite what it is. But Arrowhead is a very tough place to play. Probably one yeah. of the most underrated places to play as far as. One of the loudest, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's definitely a weird place. Um, but and, and I guess I think. You know, I, I kind of get it, though, when you think about it. I don't buy the Chiefs' defense. I question it a lot. I think, you know, it's kind of a similar situation. I, AK, I think the Bengals, while the Chiefs, I think, offensively are much more dynamic than the Bengals are offensively, I, I still think some of that's play calling uh, at times. I think um, as far as, you know, all around, I, I, I like the Bengals' defense more than I like the Chiefs' defense. I think... Joe Burrow did it before. I think I don't think the Chiefs' defense has improved that really that much. I think he could carve them up again. Um, I don't know if they really have an answer for Chase. And then you know, T. Higgins is a very underrated receiver. Um, you know, they got I like Tyler Boyd, uh, Uzama. I think the big question is, and not that I think again the Chiefs' defense is that great, but you know, can they get sacked nine times against the Titans, who have a very great you know front seven? Oh, me wrong. I yeah. think better than the Chiefs, but you still worry about. They got to keep Burrow upright because I, I still think the Bengals can get a, a few stops, but Mahomes is still going to do his work, and the Bengals are going to have to kind of keep pace there and keep it going. And can they get the run game going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, and think I mean, it, you look at uh, Joe Mixon has had 102 yards on you know 31 carries so far in this uh, in in the playoffs. Got to get just more. over three you yards a carry. Get more. And I think the one thing that you know kind of to put up together everything that Zach said. You know, they've Burrow got sacked. I've, the first quarterback since 2003 to take at least seven sacks and win a game. <laughs> the Chiefs' defense has been up and down over the last couple of years, but they've been very opportunistic. Yeah. You know, getting sacks, fumbles, getting a pick. Burrow has been very, you know, very good at not throwing picks. Did have one, but you know, over over the last you know seven or so weeks, have been very good at not turning it over. But you wonder having to play on the road. You know, real it's it does get very loud in Arrowhead. You know, someone gets a false start, someone you know is slow on a snap, I'd, someone gets by him, and then there's a big play that can make the you know that can make a difference in the game that you know you wouldn't have at home. There's definitely a possibility, yeah. especially for an opportunistic defense like the Chiefs have, and at times the Bengals have made that play that has kind of turn the game on its head. Yeah, and I think the, the perfect headline or question to sum up and also counter what, what you guys have been saying is that, you know, the Bengals overcame a 14-point deficit twice oh, yeah, in yeah, that matchup yeah. against the Chiefs. Uh, but can they do that at Arrowhead? Can they replicate that with the Super Bowl on the line? Um, Here's that's, the thing that's a big the Bengals question for, for me. Him, and this is what I've been waiting to see. What I've been waiting to see. You know, Zach Taylor is brought in. He's kind of part of that whole coach of these young guys. I, I think you see it from McVay, LaFleur. I've yet to see it from Taylor as far as 
when are you going to open it up? When are we going to open it up? When are you going to let it go? When are you going to let it fly? You're playing with house money now. Yeah. Right? Nobody thought they were going to get there. That's an utter shocker. You knock out the wrong team. You got some guys with some confidence. When are they going to get a little more creative? Well, and I think that's where I you think this is the game creative. where you do it. No, because... I agree. But are they? But, we, but there were plenty of other games earlier we could have yeah. said that they could have done it and they. Yeah, At times would bottle up. But but there's no team that like you threw for uh, 400, nearly 450 yards against this defense a couple weeks ago. 466 you, yards. You don't think you're gonna go <laughs> no. straight after? Oh, I all think of they that will. Again. I, I mean, and and to counter what you guys were saying about Joe Burrow, I and I don't like this as a permanent solution, but permanent solutions don't matter right now. No, it's uh, yeah. you know they found a way last week to get Joe Mixon into the game. Yes, he was limited to only just over 50 rushing yards, but he also had over 50 receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 40 receiving yards. So they found a they found a way to get him yeah. Oh, into, sorry, that was versus the Chiefs. They found a way to get him. Yeah, I'm talking last God week. God damn. Great. They found a way to get him into that game and make him a part of that game yeah. because he's another one of the weapons on the offense that you just need to get the and ball in their hands. I'll give credit. He doesn't go away from the run, even when it's not working. And I've often said a lot of teams, yeah. even if it's not working, you still got to mix it in. I'll give you that. I'll Samaj give you that. Samaj P. Ryan has needs, grown on me over the he season. He needs to, too. whether it's in the offense, it's the offensive line. We all know that. Yeah. We all know that. Right. They got to find a way to get. I mean, I think, I think this team. He's got to pop off a couple. He's got to, not, nothing, not, I'm not talking 50 yards. He's got to get a couple 10 yarders or just something to loosen it up a bit. Well, you think about if they had the offensive line and the time he had. Like, look what they've been able to accomplish, like, getting sacked nine times. I still won that game. Look at what they've been able yeah, to yeah, accomplish over up, the course of the season. Points. Right. Look what, what they've they been over to accomplish over the course of the season. nine times. They only put up 19 points. But if you look at these offensive numbers and what these guys have been able to do over the course of the season, imagine if they did have an offensive line. You can imagine. Yeah. Oh, well, you can talk about this yeah. offseason. I agree. Like, I if totally you look agree imagine with if they you. had yeah. Penny Sewell like if, instead of Jamar Chase, they would have a better offensive line, but they wouldn't have as, as, oh, as yeah, they wouldn't, wide receiving. They court. wouldn't be here. I mean, we could talk about if, <laughs> the Browns, if the Browns had competent quarterback play. I we can I, talk about what if. I, we have to talk about what we have right Magnum here. Magnum talking here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I agree. I, I guess my point is we can talk all day about my only concern, I guess, from the Bengals. Like I said, I think they're better all-around team, but I think Greg about a good point. I think the Chiefs give up some yards and get beat, especially, first of all, I'm not saying Josh Allen's better than Joe Burrow, but Josh Allen's more of a dual threat yeah. kind of guy. and can Josh just, Allen's a fucking baller. He is. He yeah. can tear you to shreds. Now, he has his games, though, where you're like, who the hell is that? But, I mean, he can tear you up. Do I think Joe Burrow may, has plenty of talent to be? I saw somebody compare this, and I think it's quite crazy early in. Unbearable. But like a Tom Brady kind of asks, like a pocket passer, he can do those different kinds of things. Over if he cleans some things, he's gonna improve on some shit. I'm not saying that, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Maybe a Bre- maybe a Brett Favre because of all the picks that he. Well, I was gonna get to that, but he's still. The Chiefs' defense gives up some plays, but they are crazy aggressive, opportunistic. That concerns me with the offense line and Joe Burrow. Yes, he's cleaned it up over you know last several weeks. He does have a propensity though to get a little gunslinger, a little little smoking Jay Cutler, a little uh, Mississippi Farve in him, and you know that's going to be a cause, for, especially if he locks in on Chase. Right? I think you see this. I mean, shit. I, I'll go back to you saw Aaron Rodgers. I thought he locked in on Devontae Adams too much. You know, right? You start getting some pressure. Is he going to lock in on one guy? 
that's my only concern. And you know, Mahomes, Mahomes has been playing great football this, you know, throughout the playoffs. That's a concern right now. The they're, other, they're clicking on all cylinders. The other thing is, you know, you saw the Chiefs' offense kind of sputter in the second half against the Bengals. And looking at it, you know, Tyreek Hill only had 40 yards receiving. Uh, Travis Kelsey only had 25 yards receiving. You know, Darrell Williams was their leading rusher. So they didn't have, you know, McKinnick or uh, McKinnon or Clyde Edwards-Alaire in there. And if you're going to look at a guy who's going to be able to come up with some interesting stuff to get their, their playmakers the ball, are you going to trust Zach Taylor or are you going to trust Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy? I mean, I would trust all four. I mean, uh, Andy Reid and Bieniemy obviously have the long term, but, like, through this postseason, uh, I mean, I've tried – They've given us no reason not to trust them. I mean, um, they've they've scored on three of seven. Red yeah, zone the red zone hasn't yeah. been great. I mean, they've 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 basically survived off turnovers but, in this playoffs. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I I'm not going to say and that's good too. That and I think that's been the they've key. been a good offensive. They team played the worst the red zone defense. Yeah. in the league in the Raiders and with one touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, that's easily been the biggest disappointment. And the sad part about that is the Packers at one point gave up 15 straight red zone touchdowns and still didn't finish the worst red zone. I'm just saying how bad the Raiders were. <laughs> they were consistently bad all year. They also lost their coach after week four. I mean, I mean, fair. I think it's going to come down once again to the wide receivers, though. I mean, just when you look at that week 17 matchup especially, I think the Bengals' defense is just – it's crazy to say it, but they just have such a good like cover down, defense. a cover down, like safe zone defense. Yeah. They basically just played like a safe zone that whole but game. You can't in do week that but you got to realize they did, that's what they did in week no, 17. But it's a different team. It's different. It's They're different. Yeah. Look, that's what I'm saying. They, they made, can't they run. I'm not saying they can run. Them. I'm just saying, like, let's not sit here and say, oh, they can't do it because they did fucking do it. And now we need to make some adjustments here. Here's the other really shocking part to right, the Week right, 17 right. game. Yeah, Look, yeah, you're talking not, like you want to make this magnum bet on this game. They That's did all not, I'm saying. Yeah. They Sorry. did not. <laughs> I'm going to call it out later. Don't worry. <laughs> they did not blitz send any blitz packages at all in that Week 17 game. The last play of the game was their only uh, blitz package of more than five I'll guys. I'll give you that. Mahomes is one so, of the best against the blitz. I'll give you that. But they didn't do it at all in that game, I'm, and they didn't I'm get any sacks. That, that's so you know you didn't show a whole lot in that game defensively, and you know you have that base to work off of now. Now you just have to. That's I think one of the biggest question marks of the game. Will the coaching staff be experienced enough, mature enough to say, okay, this worked in this game. Now how can we enhance it? How can we mix it up? How can we throw some different packages in there and keep? Because that zone coverage worked really well. The Bengals have a good enough secondary to not give up the big plays against Till or Kelsey. They also have the linebackers now that are fast enough. Because, you know, with the Chiefs' bread and butter is getting Kelsey and Hill in those, those crossing routes oh, so they yeah. can work, it, that, then, work that then rack you, ability. Then you look one way and and hills going past a, a cornerback and there's it's but not, that didn't happen in the last game well mccall hardman had a 53 yard reception i mean we can talk sure, yeah. about oh he didn't do this or he didn't do that it happened they were up by 17 in the first half and they took their foot off the gas care travis kelsey had 25 receiving yards if you think yeah. he's going to have less than 25 receiving yards i'll take that oh, bet no. every day no yeah i think it uh, honestly this is going to be i think a shootout game a high-scoring game. 
just because there's so many you you look at the look at the receiving core in this game man there's just so much oh there is there's so much uh to use a uh to use one of my favorite football terms there's so much rackability potential out there <laughs> i mean look i i think it's it's not gonna be uh it's not gonna be a 13 10 game i'll give you that no. it's gonna be much more exciting and that's why, you know, you have to look at the coaching staff. Like, how do you execute in the red zone? But that's what I'm how saying. How do you who mix do you, in these packages? It's my hard thing. Like we were talking about earlier in the last episode, Zach Taylor kind of turn around things is just blowing my mind. I still, like, I look at him like I don't trust you for a minute. And I mean, not in a, I mean, not in a bad way. Maybe he's turned a corner. I just, I said before, until I see him come out, you know, and that staff and just be like, let's get crazy aggressive. Not on defense. Yeah. I agree on defense. I think kind of what yeah, we're is kind of what you got to do. You got to kind of contain. But I mean, exactly. You got to make and him work. You got to make him. You haven't right. seen him do. You have to put drive. that pressure. I mean, bring Mixon out. Throw him in the slot. Run some wheel routes. Different things like that. Get weird with it. Right. Yeah. Get funky with it. Uh, I hope they do. I, I, I mean, hey, I'm not on the I'm not gonna Bengals fan. But, but I mean, that's who I'm kind of rooting for. I'd be it'd be fun to see. Um, the other thing that really concerns me is that, and why the Chiefs are the most dangerous. Hate every other goddamn team in there. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One of the reasons the Chiefs are such a dangerous team is because they're so good on third down, especially yeah, exactly. in the postseason. I mean, you take a look at their third down execution. Was uh, they were converting at a fifty-three percent rate uh, in the regular season. In the postseason, they've been converting at a 61% rate. Right. And they're the only team in the NFL to be converting on third down at over 50% for the season. I mean, it's hard to say this, but you almost have to wonder, you know, with the up and down kind of, kind of. I mean, Chiefs still finished 12 and 5. You want to call it an up and down. You, you know, but they had some weird, kind of a weird season as far as production goes. Part of me, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they're down. Mahomes isn't what he was. I, I think he was fucking bored. No, I think he was just like, let's just get back there and let's do it. And last week was kind of like, yep, there he is. Well, well, I think the problem that Mahomes had early in the season is, is he even mentioned it himself. He was trying to make the big play instead right. of taking what he can get. And you saw it even, you know, you saw it even week one as people, you know, probably don't remember as I remember vividly. <laughs> you know, they were down against the Browns and then they got a couple big plays and then all of a sudden, you know, they're back in there. Jamie Gillen fumbles a, a snap as a punter. You know, a special team is missed you. I'm sure you're very <laughs> uh, familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, they're back, you know, they're back in the game. So. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, it's going to come down to the receivers, though. I mean, like, look at, like, third down. Jamar Chase, he has 16 receptions on first down or on third down that go for a first down. And so does Tyler Boyd. And that's tied, I believe, 11th or so, just outside the top 10 for that statistical category. Travis Kelsey, he is top 10. He has 19 receptions on third down for a first down. Tyreek Hill has 28 such receptions. Only Justin Jefferson has more. They're both such important and unstoppable weapons on third down just because they're so good on those quick slants, those cross, get the ball and in that, their hands and make that, the play. And that's what I think it's going to come down. I think, honestly, it's going to come down to even what happens before then. I think it's going to come down to being able to get yourself into third and manageable to yeah. do that stuff. Yeah. You know, one would be the rushing game. One would be the rushing game because Edwards Alaire and McKinnon have been, you know, up and down. Mixon has obviously been up and down. And then the sacks, Mahomes has taken some bad sacks. Obviously, Burrow 
got beat up in the last game. If you're a third and four versus third and 11, those are very different third downs. Yeah. Having to chuck the ball up to Chase on the corner instead of being able to catch him or potentially their best wide receiver in the postseason so, so far, CJ Uzama over the middle, yeah, is really the important part for them because if they can get to third and four all day, Chiefs aren't going to have anything for them. If right. the Chiefs can get to third and four all day, you know, they have too many receivers. They have too many people to cover. Well, it's an interesting that thing that you bring up just to watch on the quarterback side is that Burrow and Mahomes both sometimes succumb to some sacks that they probably shouldn't take. But to go back to the receivers, it's, you know, I started thinking that same thing. It's just like, oh, well, you can't work yourself third and deep. But then I was like, well, wait, what about Tyree Kill last night? I mean, he had that huge third down play, 83 yards and a touchdown in the final minute. You look back to the Chiefs-Bengals game in week 17, the Chiefs had the Bengals third and 27, nearly third and 30. And the result yeah. was a 30-yard touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. So I just think there's you so can't much. Rely on that. No, but I'm just no. saying there's so much. And the NFL leader drops, by the way. There's so much explosiveness Tied. out there Tied. in the middle of the field on offense for both of these teams. James and Braylon Edwards. I just think it's going to be a crazy shootout. Granted, he's been targeted an insane amount, though, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. Like I said, I think we, I went, we, I went from uh, feeling good, talking myself out of it, kind of like, man, man I feel good. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy... Uh, I'm by the Chiefs' defense. I'm in awe of their offense. Uh, the Bengals' offense at times uh, watching generally frustrating as far as the play calling goes, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I like their defense. Um, much I, better than the Chiefs' I defense. I love their de- Their defense has not gotten enough credit. I mean, it's, no, it's but, weird I mean, to think of the defense they have just because they— playing Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Future Hall of Famer Pat Mahomes. I mean, that that's the thing that blows my mind. And I, I mean, I'm just saying, I think he's— yeah. He's um, everything Rodgers could have been and wasn't more. I mean, he, he's a half a football a couple weeks ago. So right. well, we'll see. let's see, guys. To to calm things down before we get in, I'm gonna throw a little curveball into the show. Ooh, oh boy! All right, uh, we're going into who you got, but we're actually gonna start on the other side. On the other side. NFC. Oh, NFC. Okay. Championship. <laughs> yeah, there's another game. This isn't the Super Bowl. Six thirty. <laughs> At SoFi Stadium, where the Super Bowl is going to be held. Ooh, buddy. Uh, the Rams, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under, only 46. Expecting to be a little bit of a slugfest, I guess, in, uh, yeah. in what, Inglewood, I guess it technically is? It is Inglewood. In yeah. Inglewood, Stafford, Garoppolo, Rams, Niners. Zach, who you got in this game? I don't know, man. The Rams are a weird team. Uh, the Niners beat them twice. Uh, how? You watch that Packers game. I was like, how the f- they how yeah, they should have fucking won that game. Shanahan just has some people. He, Sh- well, the Packers game was a little bit more. That was wild. Shanahan man. seems to have McVay's number. He does. He does. He does. Um, it's also going to be also a little a more favorable to Garoppolo. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know if I watched much of that uh, Cowboys game. I like what I saw. Nothing spectacular, but he made some big fucking throws in yeah. that game. Um. Yeah, I just something about Kyle Shanahan. He's kind of an asshole, badass. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm buying Niners. I don't know why. I like Debo. If assuming he's fully healthy, ready to go, I think he's just a guy. They play my running back. They split him out. I, I've never seen anybody really. I know the Packers did a great job at stopping him, and he still got him a little bit. 
Um, uh, yeah, and I like their offensive line. Um, I don't know. I feel the Niners. I feel the Niners. I feel the Niners. I, I love Matt Stafford as a person. I just don't, I don't trust him in a big game. I've seen it time and time again. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going Niners. Um, Niners by three, by the way, because Robbie Gould, the greatest. Everybody says Vinatieri bullshit. Greatest kicker I've ever seen, especially in clutch moments. By the way, 20 for 20 in the playoffs. Never missed a, a field goal in the playoffs. Robbie, I'm going Robbie Gould. Yeah, three points. Gould? Gould? I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit partial. Where's the Gould? Go having a Gould. I'm a little bit partial to Phil Dawson, but, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I don't know why, but just watching that game, I'm just so impressed by the Rams. I think, you know, I think Garoppolo is going to be the one to make the the pick. You know, he's going to have a Donald. He tried to give away the Packers. Yeah, or a Miller in his face throw a pick, and then you know Cooper Cup has Cooper just Cup. been like Cooper Cup. I mean, he has 145 receptions this year. Yeah. Oh, it's unreal. That's unbelievable. So Cooper Cup makes the big play. I I think the Rams take it by uh, maybe a touchdown, but. Yeah, I, I I think I think you know when you look at uh what the I'm with you Greg when when you look at what the Rams did in Tampa Bay in that defense and you look at what the 49ers offense could not do in Green Bay. Well, t- to be fair, it was oh! zero degrees and flurrying. I mean, let's be real; uh, they haven't seen degrees. Snow. Two degrees with the wind chill. No, by the end it was zero degrees with wind chill. Asshole, I was watching. They popped it up constantly. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, I had just a thermometer think, there. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just think that. the Rams are going to seize this moment. You know, I mean, you got you got a chance to play the Super Bowl at home, and that defense. I don't defense, trust Sean McVay, and I, as a guy who sees I trust Von Matt Miller. Stafford, whoa, just collapse. I don't care who the fuck they got. He's got to get the ball to people. I mean, against the Packers, they had him on the ropes. He threw like three goddamn picks. All right, the COVID Packers. To the game. To the big game. In Arrowhead. To the big game! At Geha Field, or whatever they call it. At Arrowhead Stadium. Not in Kansas, in Missouri. Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Bengals, Chiefs. Chiefs, as we mentioned, seven-point favorites. Over under 54 and a half. We'll go back through the fun way, because I want to get... I wanna get Josh here last, because that's just the best way to do it. Uh, Zach, thoughts. Do the Bengals have it in them? Do we have an upset? Or do we have uh, Chiefs going to their third straight Super Bowl? So I went Niners. You went Niners? And, yeah, I want an old-fashioned 80s, uh, 80s Super Bowl. Yeah, Go yeah, I got, I'm going Niners-Bengals. I don't know why. I just... I. I <sighs> It's something in my head, right? Like, I just, I, something about the Bengals. I just, I, I think they're all around team. They're playing with house fucking money. If they were ever going to fucking do it, maybe it's time Zach Taylor opens it up. I think the Chiefs got all the pressure. Airhead's tough. But, yeah, uh, I'm going Bengals. And again, I'm going a tight one. I'm going kind of like the end here. I'm going like a three point game. Yeah, I think it's a crazy game. I think some weird shit goes down. Um, but if you're asking me who's got to get a stop, like I said, I don't think the Bengals get a lot of stops. I think they can get a few. I, I don't know about the Chiefs. I don't know. So I, I've gone. You're ba- gonna go Mahomes. Yeah, I've gone know. back and forth. Uh, part of Have me, you? Part of me wants to pick the Bengals just here because I picked 
against the Bengals the first two, the last two weeks, and they've won. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm rooting against the Bengals. I think what happens is I've been impressed by the Bengals, and I think they actually keep it close. If if I had to pick spread, I would pick the Bengals. But I think what happens is the Bengals tie or take the lead late. Give Patrick Mahomes Leave 13 seconds just left. a little bit too much time. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than thirteen. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, like yeah. maybe like a minute four, forty or five. You don't, you don't think Taylor seconds. will be like fucking squib it, God damn it. <laughs> we know better. I mean, look at the way he handled the game in week seventeen. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, wouldn't yeah. give up the ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know the Chiefs get that field goal to win it. I I would take the Chiefs just by a smidge, but if I had to pick spread, I think seven might even be too much. It's an improv. Who are you picking? Man, it's ah, it's it's first of all, it's it's a pleasure and it's an honor to be picking this right here. Uh, it's an improbable and monumental tall task for them to take. I mean, you got to become the second, only the second team ever to beat Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs, a team that's been to the past two Super Bowls. You got to beat them at home at Arrowhead for the AFC Championship. Huge tall task that these Tigers can handle. I believe it. It's going to be a shootout, but we do have a shooter. His name is Evan McPherson, and uh, he will put the uh, coffin nails in once more as the Bengals head to Super Bowl 56, 41 to 38 next Whoa. championship Sunday. Book it. Who day? Rams. Yeah. Bengals Rams. Boo. Wow. Niners Rams. Niners Bengals. Sorry. Niners Rams. Niners, Bengals. Niners Rams. Yeah, yeah. Cancel the rest. Ah, Chiefs Rams. So we almost have Woo! the full we almost have the full uh the full spread. We got uh we got Bengals Rams, Bengals Niners, and uh Chiefs Rams. So if we had our fourth co host, Bo- Bowie says he's picking um Chiefs Niners just to be different. Oh Bowie. You guys know Bowie was. Uh, That's named... what it's gonna be too. We all realize that right? it's gonna be Chiefs Niners. <laughs> oh, Boo- Bowie was bought in spite of the Bengals' previous playoff loss and was nearly named Bungle. I mean, oh, the ah, poor guy's ah, come a long way. This is for him. So I mean, I don't, I don't think he. He's I don't. That fucking yeah, old? yeah. He's picking the Bengals, man. All right, guys. Well, to wrap things up, Bengals Chiefs, three o'clock, CBS. Championship Two people Sunday. going Bengals, one spoil sport going with the Chiefs. I don't know why. I don't know why I could change it. Right now. I don't yeah, know. You no, you could. No, you could. You're, you're, right. right. you're on the right side it. of history. All right, right guys. Right final thoughts before we call it a Friday. You know, Zach, open it up, bro. From Zach to Zach, open it up. You're playing with house money. Who cares? You- Nobody's going to give a shit in Cincinnati what the outcome is. So I would say balls to the walls, super aggressive on offense, throwing some little gadget plays, different things like that at the right time. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm interested. I, I think this, like, if we have anything like last weekend, it's going to be pretty wild. As a lover of cake, I know for Andy Reid, chocolate cake's on the line. Oh, yeah. So we're going after it. Look, it hits different when it's cake. Chiefs. Josh, what about you? You know, and, and first off, I just want to put in my fiance Greta. She uh, points out every time, and she is so happy that we were playing the Chiefs again because she believes that the Lorax coaches the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And I yeah, cannot, kinda, I, see, I cannot I get see enough it. of that. What I believe now, uh, in third place by himself for most playoff wins all time, behind just yeah. Tom Landry and former Browns coach Bill Belichick. Oh, I love playing oh, yeah. against him. He's a legendary NFL guy. He was so. I loved his post game interview after the game yesterday because he was just so happy that it was one of the like greatest games of oh, football yeah. ever. Um, I was so happy when he, he got so the happy Super Bowl for when he football. finally got the Super Bowl. That's why I'm like he's not even anymore. He got one. Final thoughts though. We got to about his kid. No, all right. Let's keep Final going. thoughts comes from uh, our man Brandon Seho with this statistic: uh, Joe Burrow in must-win games. For LSU and Cincinnati, eight and zero. What about Ohio State? No. <laughs> eight and zero, three thousand two hundred sixty-one passing yards, twenty-nine touchdowns, one interception. I'm riding the I'm riding the bro train. I uh, you know like it's my a, final stat. What's his record tall, against the Cleveland Browns? It's a tall task. <laughs> Ooh, I wanted him over you know, but we got Hoskins and Hoskins might be his uh, his opponent. Yeah. Haskins, Mason, Rudolph. Tall task, yeah. but we might be able to do it. All right. We'll be back. Happiness, sadness, or otherwise early next week. Pod might be dropping slightly late due to lives getting in the way, but we will be back next Ray. week. We will be back to give you all the news, good, bad, or otherwise, for Zach. On the ones in, or, well, Zach, on the opinions, good, bad, or otherwise. We, we don't want to put him in front of technology. Nah, that'd be a bad idea. See ya. For Josh, on the ones and twos, I, and ridiculous bangles take. As a man of that has done broadcasting, the fact that you respect Dave Lapham is just beyond <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's, he's a fan in the booth. Uh, go Bengals, and uh, I'm also very curious as to what this Evan Mobley Dean Wade song is. I'm going to go listen to that as soon as we're done here. I'm Greg. Cavs, big win over the Knicks. That's Ohio's team, Cavaliers. See ya.